Welcome to episode 12 of the TIF podcast and today we will certainly be discussing the Champions League fixtures that took place this week. So of course a couple of shock results in there but we'll kick off with the Juventus uh, game uh, that took place on Tuesday against Atletico Madrid. So as you may all know Atletico Madrid went into this particular fixture with a 2-0 first leg deficit and um, going into this tie you wouldn't have thought Juventus would have actually come back obviously Atletico Madrid are a well drilled team under uh, Diego Simeone so of course you'd have thought that this would have gone all the way to the wire or Atletico Madrid would have actually seen that the game but it didn't turn out to be that way and one man turn up on the evening and it is the GOAT himself that is Cristiano Ronaldo and once again he underlined his worth in Europe's elite competition as his hat-trick overturned a 2-0 first leg deficit as mentioned against Atletico Madrid. So of course Cristiano Ronaldo had an early early goal ruled out on the evening but soon got on a score sheet and that was in the 27th minute. Fantastic goal from him and soon after the yeah, the second half just came doffed uh four minutes into the second half he found the back of the net yet again and then in the dying minutes of the game he actually uh that juventus got awarded a penalty so basically the talking point from this particular game was the fact that ronaldo has proved his worth of course they signed him for 99 million pounds and of course he was bought in to undertake such heroics i do believe and without ronaldo uh, i wouldn't have seen juventus progressing into the final eight of the champions league so of course you can also put the argument forward that uh, Real Madrid were missing Ronaldo in their team they haven't replaced his goals of course they haven't replaced his winning mentality they've got the likes of Sergio Ramos but I don't see Sergio Ramos being able to drag a team single-handedly such as what Ronaldo does it was a fantastic victory for Juve and of course they progress into the last eight as mentioned so there was an argument that was brewing on social media in regards who is the greatest player in regards to Ronaldo or Messi uh, personally I'm a Ronaldo fan and the reason being uh, it's just sheer hard work with Ronaldo of course Messi has got God-given talents of which we all know of very very talented player but he's naturally gifted you can tell that he doesn't really need to try whereas with Ronaldo for me it just boils down to severe hard work and uh, again definitely proved so he's broken multiple records in the champions league the most head tricks most goals scored uh, the most away goals the most home goals uh, the most assists in the champions league you name it he's the all-time champions league player and that competition is certainly built for him i won't be surprised if Juve goes all the way and they actually take the cup so the second game that took place on Tuesday would have been Man City versus Schalke. So going into this game, uh, Man City were losing 3-2. And uh, of course, it was a shock result really uh, going into this particular game. Uh, they scored two or eight goals really in the first leg. But you always knew that they were going to turn it around. And uh, on the evening, they ended up winning 7-0. Uh, courtesy of two Sergio Aguero goals. One in the 35th minute, one in the 38th minute. Uh, Sane got on the score sheet as well. Raheem Sterling, Bernardo Silva, Foden. Phil Foden scored his first European goal. And it shows a lot of trust uh, in Phil Foden by Pep Guardiola to start him in this particular game. Gabriel Jesus also got himself on the score sheet on the evening. So Man City ended up winning 10-2 on aggregate, uh, which is absolutely phenomenal. Of course, we do remember a few years back, Arsenal lost, I do believe, to Bayern Munich 10-2 twice on two occasions, that was. 
So this is a mirror of that particular aggregate score back then, but fantastic result for Man City. Can they go all the way? I'm not too sure if they do have that pedigree. Of course, their coach has the pedigree uh, to go all the way and win the Champions League, but it's an extremely difficult competition. Now, of course, the last eight draw will be taking place on Friday the 15th of March 2019, and we will see who Man City gets. So, of course, now after these results, uh, a couple of them we will be discussing after the break. Uh, all four English teams have progressed into the last eight, which means that chances are two of those teams will certainly meet each other, which will make things a little bit more interesting in this particular competition. So, of course, it is going to be an interesting um, running into the season as well as an interesting end to this season's Champions League. So we're just going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be back shortly after this uh, quick break. Welcome back to the TR Podcast. This is part two of episode 12. So we'll be talking about the fixtures that took place on Wednesday, the 13th of March. And this will be Liverpool versus Bayern Munich, as well as Barcelona and Lyon. So let's talk about Liverpool first. So, of course, going into this particular game, uh, it was a 0-0 draw initially, uh, which was played at Anfield. No one really scored on the evening on the first leg. However... We've gone on and uh, gone to Bayern Munich. This is Liverpool, that is. And they've ended up coming up as 3-1 winners. Uh, the standout player really here would have been Sadio Mane. Absolutely fantastic. He scored two great goals. His first goal was particularly absolutely outstanding. And uh, he basically beat Manuel Neuer. Uh, so Neuer is known as, a, uh, as the octopus. Very, very difficult keeper to beat. However, Mane found a way around him, twisting and turning, and he found the back of the net. And this was only in the 26th minute. At that particular point, you thought, well, Liverpool are in a driving seat. However, Bayern Munich started to pile on the pressure. In particular, ex-Arsenal player Serge Gnabry. He was absolutely outstanding. I haven't seen a game where Robertson, who's Liverpool's left-back, has particularly struggled to deal with a certain player. Gnabry uh, was giving him an absolutely difficult time matching him for pace and uh, Robertson had a very very difficult night so roughly about 13 minutes down the line uh, Bayern Munich got on level terms so the game went into uh, half time at 1-1 and uh, their equalising goal at the time came courtesy of Matip as an own goal it was a cross from the right hand side and uh, Matip wasn't able to deal with it eventually the ball found itself into the back of the net at that particular point you thought well this is going to be interesting are Bayern Munich going to come back into this game but of course that elite Bayern Munich team that we saw dominate in Europe a few years back no longer exists they've got an aging team the likes of Ribéry uh, they are no longer able to provide that firepower that they had uh, a couple of years back Lewandowski those kind of players are not the same players that they had a couple of years back so you come back into the, uh, the second half and uh, Liverpool started to apply a little bit more pressure themselves now Virgil van Dijk got onto the score sheet so there's a lot of talk of Virgil van Dijk being player of the season in the Premier League I don't know how far that talk will go there has been other standout players in the Premier League in my opinion in particular Raheem Sterling 
getting on with the job, scoring goals week in, week out, but I don't see him getting the credit that he certainly does deserve. But of course, Virgil van Dijk, I'm not going to argue, he's certainly up there for the contention of the uh, player of the season, but he found the back of the net, fantastic header yet again from him. He's proving to be worth that £75 million that they paid for him. Uh, a story emerged really, or a story that I noticed on social media as well recently in regards to Virgil van Dijk. Uh, during his time at Celtic, Arsenal were offered to buy him for £12 million. Of course, knowing Arsenal under Arsene Wenger, they turned down that opportunity and look where he is now. But of course, fantastic player. We're not going to take that away from Liverpool. And Sadio Mane found back of the net yet again in the 84th minute. And this again was from a header. Brilliant cross into the box and he couldn't miss. And of course, he's one of the smallest players on the pitch and he has ended up getting a, uh, a headed goal. So that's put Liverpool through to the last eight of the competition and the fixture the next fixture we'll be talking about will be Barcelona Leon so this game uh, actually went in at 1-0 in favour of Leon from the first leg of course you always had a feeling that Barcelona were going to turn this around and uh, of course Mercy uh, opened the score on the evening in the 17th minute courtesy of a penalty beautiful penalty if you did see the penalty itself little Penenka kind of penalty keeper stood no chance the keeper was lying on his bum and the goal ended up going in so the final score in the evening was 5-1 Messi also got on a score sheet yet again in the 78th minute Coutinho got on a score sheet 31 minutes into the game Gerard Piquet as well as Dimbele found the back of the net uh, Leon managed to claw the goal back at around about 58 minutes but at that particular point uh, I do believe they were certainly 2-0 down and it was a bit too late of course uh, but you sort of had a feeling that they might come back but Barcelona were too strong for them in the end so the talk really within this particular uh, competition at the moment is the fact that four English teams have made it into the quarterfinals since 2008 I do believe that is the last time that this happened are the English teams starting to dominate yet again we've seen the Spanish dominance over the last couple of years or so uh, are the English teams starting to dominate again I'm not too sure if the likes of Tottenham and Man City can cut it uh, going further into the competition as well as Man United really the only team I can see from the Premier League that can actually go further in this competition will be Liverpool based on their pedigree last season they've won the competition recently as well uh, as recent as 2005 which is not recently as such it's about 14 years ago now but they've got that experience this is their competition whereas the fact like teams like Man City yes they've got a very very strong squad but do they have the mentality and the pedigree to go further in a competition that's yet to be seen uh, Man United I can't see them progressing further than the last eight they may certainly provide a shock but I don't see them going any further in the competition Tottenham are not strong enough in my opinion uh, they'll heavily rely on the goals that Harry Kane provides as well as the fact that uh, one of their key players has been out for a while in the form of Delhi Ali. so it's going to be an extremely difficult last eight for them but I hope they get drawn with another English team and that will obviously uh, provide a much, much bigger challenge for them. Uh, chances are that they will lose to an English team. But of course, this is football. Anything can certainly happen. We will wait and see how this pans out. And as soon as the draw is out, we will certainly put out an episode uh, to make sure that you guys have stayed updated. But thank you so much for listening to the podcast yet again. This has been episode 12. If you are listening to the podcast on whatever platform you are listening to, make sure you leave us a review. Make sure you do subscribe 
subscribe to the podcast. Thank you once again for listening. It's your boy TC, and I'm out.